One, two. Welcome to It Rocks or It Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. You may know me from my various music projects, Museum Mouth, Gay Meat, and my slight involvement with the band Say Anything. Hello, my name is Becca High, and you may know me from this podcast. That's it. (laughs) Sick. Um, And today we're joined by an iconic guest. We're joined by none other than Terrence Richard of Alan Charmer and Junior Astronomers fame. Uh, Hi, Terrence. How are you? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Long time listener. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) First time caller. Yeah, first time ever on a podcast in general, right? Yeah, yeah, this is pretty nice. Um, it feels good. Feels good. I feel like I made it. You know, I really, uh, I, I, I've been, I've been wanting to be white famous forever. So it's like I've been black famous for a long time, but white famous. <laughs> this is this is my break. You know, I'm really gonna break through finally. So. Oh my god. <laughs> it's you know I really feel like this podcast specifically. Yeah. It's a very white pod, unfortunately. I'm very I'm very excited about it though, you know? It's like it's it's the difference between like Kevin Hart from Soul Plane and Kevin Hart from like Jumanji. And it's just like I think I'm very excited about this change, you know? I'm about to literally run through the fucking wall. I cannot handle you. Oh my god. Well, um, And here so to the- talk about of all albums. Yes, yes, of all fucking albums. Um, but to, the three of us are gathered here today on Zoom to discuss uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion by the band uh, Animal Collective. I almost forgot what they were called. <laughs> 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 oh my fucking God. Okay, um, so Becca, we'll start with you. What was life like for you when you discovered Meriwether Post Pavilion? Oh, oh, I'm prepared. I texted Graham earlier today. Terrence, in case you don't know, Graham is my older brother. Who, nice. Um, is the reason why I, I know a lot of this music. And I yeah. asked him, I said, did you listen to Meriwether Post Pavilion or did you just stop at Strawberry Jam? Because I remember he had a physical copy of Strawberry Jam in his car and would play it constantly on the way to school. And he just replied, motherfucker, we had a snow day at NC State on the day Meriwether was released, and I walked my dumbass through the snow to go get it. (laughs) Amazing. Um, Amazing. And then he brought it back to his dorm room and put it on and was like, I walked through the snow for this. He does not like (laughs) Meriwether. (laughs) I remember him him disliking those. Yeah, I figured it wasn't like weird enough for him yeah yeah oh yeah that's why i had to ask him if he ever actually like listened to it because i just strawberry jam i remember he had and therefore i know that record and the one before that and then i guess i listen to merryweather on my own is yeah. sung tongs the one before strawberry jam feels i think feels yeah, okay feels sung is, tongs yeah, yeah. is sometime in there okay terrence what was life like for you when you found meriwether post pavilion um it was it was oh nine so i was like i think i was like 21 or 22 at the time i did the, i did them <laughs> i did the wait yeah i did the math before and i was like i don't know what year it was um but uh yeah i was i remember i was living with the band and it was the only time we ever all lived together and i remember just jamming it a bunch because at the time i was huge into pet sounds and it was like the first half was like oh this is a lot like beach boys so i was just jamming it for a very long time that's that's t i it's funny i um i just spoiler alert i don't live or die for this band i think this band is fine but this is my favorite album of theirs and i think it is unfortunately because it is so straightforward yeah in comparison to the older stuff they have some like crazy stuff and i mean they're still making music obviously but yeah like i'm assuming there's reaction happening right now but there is maybe just a really big delay oh yeah (laughs) no i'm still talking though yeah, I'm. 
I think the pod. If you can hear us, you might want to switch to your other Wi-Fi option. All right, let's try. You're very froze. You're incredibly froze. And then this oh. happens. I'm switching now. Yes. Oh, yes. Very froze. You're actually. Um. You go Am through I- moments where you're less froze, and the audio like ramps up, and then it like unleashes really fast, like you're in fast forward. It's pretty oh, cool no. sounding. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear me now? Am I froze? I can still? hear you. You're, yes. you're less froze now. Jeez, jeez. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this. I wish my internet was cooler. Please, no. You're totally <laughs> the thing is, fine. We. If I if I continue to talk while it's frozen and I don't know it's frozen, it could be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, we're both. We've both had issues with this in the past with guests, so we are good at editing yeah. it down to make it sound normal. I promise. Just we as long will. as I'm not the only broke person with like bad bandwidth. <laughs> That's. That's really all my big worry is it's like, oh, man, this guy got the most broke internet. <laughs> no, I, no, stop that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I luckily live in an area where I'm the only one using my Wi-Fi right now. I'm sure of that. <laughs> all the old people out <laughs> here don't know what that is. Um, but, okay, so we talked a little bit about what life was like for you when you found the album. Um, I guess it's maybe my turn. I said that I, I don't necessarily love this band. Um but I do think this record is the, my it's my favorite. I was obsessed with Floridada when that came out a couple years back. Um, and I know everyone oh, hated yeah. that, but I liked it. Um, but I couldn't tell you one thing about that album now. I'm a very casual, very, very, very casual fan of this band, period. Same, same. I'll, okay. pop, in, I'll pop in with their like side projects and stuff like that here, or their, their, their solo stuff. But this one was, this record just really was the one that like was like, oh, I, lo- I love this record. And you know, I will always, I will never say anything bad about this band because of this record. Yes. When an album is that good, that it kind of like absolves the band of any weird missteps yeah. they had before or after it. That's an amazing feat. We love that. Mm-hmm. It blows my mm-hmm. mind that this is the album that was so accessible to people who yeah. had never listened to them before. I think it just came out at the right time. I think it like... What what else came out in 09 that was like, I don't know, I feel like it was just like right around the time where there was like EDM was going crazy and people were starting to get into dance more and like MGMT was around and stuff like that. So I feel like it was just like the perfect storm of like accessible but also weird mm-hmm. at the same time. Did I freeze again? <laughs> you froze mm-hmm. and then when you came to, you were taking a huge sip of that Bojangles <laughs> cup and that is, oh, I love that nice. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I still I answered I answered the I answered the question you did, like, you, it's did like gonna, you did and I <laughs> yeah. I agree I think that it is like a cool it's like it's funny timing because of like the EDM of it all and kind of like psychedelic rock was the taste yeah. at the time so it was yeah, just yeah. kind of like the perfect this was like the perfect storm for this album to succeed um I will say something about the album cover I feel like I had never really seen a ridiculous optical illusion like this before as an album cover, and I really haven't seen too many people try to recreate it since. Yeah, uh, super cool. I remember somebody getting the vinyl, being like, "Oh!" <laughs> I'm like looking at it right now. On the, I have the Pitchfork review open. I'm looking at it, and it's just like moving in front of me, and I'm like, "Okay, this is literally sickening." I love. <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, oh yeah. Love yeah, it. the timing of the album coming out, the Ringer. There's an article on the Ringer that is from 2019 talking about this album, and they talk about um, music critics who look at an album within a political and cultural context. Which I'm back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Okay. There's there's an article on Adam the Ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. <laughs> so look at the album within a political and cultural context, which always interests me. And they talk about how it was like the beginning of the Obama era, and millennials were entering the workforce, Whoa. and like economic meltdown, and whether we thought we would ever own anything and stuff. From this record, wow! I guess I this. I feel like that's such a <laughs> <laughs> Terrence. I cannot tell from this little bit of our conversation if you actually like this record or not. I cannot tell. No, I I really I really like really really dig it. I'm just I'm just bad about music because I'm just like 
wow, that's crazy. That that did that, <laughs> you know? Because I guess I, I love music so weirdly. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like obsessed with like pop music and stuff like that. I'm like, anything else besides that, I'm like, it, it, it changed the world somehow? That's wild. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that wasn't a Beyonce record. What are you talking about? You know? I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, she did. She did yeah. change some culture for but real. Th- she on Lemonade had a credit animal collective oh yeah because of the line what? about material things what song is uh, that in? what it's uh it's it's uh i knew about this but i always forget it, there's like a song right before it that sounds like animal collective oh six inch is the song and she has a line that says she too smart to crave material things Oh, yes, in, like, the bridge area. Right. And it was yes, totally accidental. Right. That is... It's funny to me because Sorry, the song right before it, has, like, Animal Collective vibes, in my opinion. When I, like, when I heard that they were... They had a credit on Lemonade, I was like, it has to be for that. And then I got to Six Inch and I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's a lyrical thing. So crazy. So wild. Mm. <laughs> really I'm looking... <laughs> I'm looking up all the, uh, the 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 best records on Pitchfork from '09, and I don't remember a lot of these records. What are like the top five? I'm I'm going right now as we speak. '09, what a weird year. Top ten, uh, girls album. Yes, yeah, that's number yes. ten. Fever Ray, Fever Ray self titled. Phoenix, Wolfgang Amadeus. Ooh, wow, wow. <laughs> Bat for Lashes, Two Sons, number seven. Grizzly Bear, Vectimus, number six. Raekwon, Only Built with for Cuban Links, part two. Uh, that was five. Flaming Lips, Embryonic, four. XX, The XX, wow. Three. Dirty Projectors, Bit Orca, and then Animal Collective, number one. Pitchforks. <laughs> Literally nine point six. This is I think this is the highest review we've ever encountered in this era. Mm-hmm. Wow. According wow. to Metacritic, so this was the most critically acclaimed album of two thousand nine. That is what? crazy boo. It's uh, Yeah. It's I'm honestly I really think that like some one person said Beach Boys and they were like, yo, let's run with this. And that's what I read with all, every article for it was just like it sounds like a lot like the Beach Boys a little bit in the beginning. You're like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. It is so weird. That's like an amazing point. It's so weird how like, I feel like in the past like five years or so, I've been like more involved with music criticism than ever before. And like the actual like rollout of an album. And it is so crazy about how like early onset press for an album, if there's like one or two like amazing points that are made, the whole press cycle becomes about that. And it like kind of like removes like other listeners and other reviewers from like making their own judgments about it because yeah. it like becomes so loaded with this like one thing. It's so strange how that happens. Yeah. Cause it's, it's you got to control the narrative. And if you don't, then it's just going to go one way. Cause a lot of times like that was like that with the band is like, everybody always said junior astronomers was like emo. And we like, it took forever them for them for like, it took like one person to be like, this is post punk. And then everyone started saying that after that. But it, like for a while, it was just like everyone was like, well, this one person said emo, so it's emo. And you're like, what is going on? That shit is so annoying. It's crazy. And it's like you don't want to be, you don't want to get on the internet and be like, yo, just so y'all know, I'm not, we're not emo. But you're like, but you still want to be like, what, what, like you want people to like translate it the way they want to. But at the same time, I think that it's like as like a brand and any kind of brand, you have to be like, well, this is what it is. And I think that that's what works for a lot of people is like if they are just like, this is what it is. And now you can translate it. So that is it's very strange. It's I I'm assuming I kind of get the gist that you and I are not like that, where it's like you we're going to come to it and make our own assumptions no matter what. But it is wild how there's a massive chunk of the population that like. They need it to be emo before they're even willing to listen to it. Oh, like yeah. tagged emo. And I'm like, what? That is so yeah. insane. Yeah. I, I I mean, I would just listen to it and be like, all right, this sucks or this doesn't suck. But <laughs> it yeah, rocks or it sucks. Period. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm just like, <laughs> Ick, whatever, you know? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. So let's let's dig into the track listing a little bit on this right. amazingly critically acclaimed album. <laughs> Um, uh, this record opens with a song called In the Flowers. Becca, what do you think about In the Flowers? Isn't it just called Flowers? Nope. 
I wrote that wrong. <laughs> I just wrote flowers for some reason. Um, I love that. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, God. I need to organize my thoughts because I actually listened to Strawberry Jam this morning as like a refresher as to what they sounded like before this album. And people talk about like their vocals are more present on here, but I think they just nail vocal melodies so hard on this album whereas like on strawberry jam and feels it was like a lot of like weird kind of screaming which was fun and cool but this is very it's a lot more melodic which i think is really the the winning factor of this album and especially in Mm -hmm. the song in the flowers the whole like no no more missing you while i'm gone vocal melody like grabs you and takes you and you're like oh this is good and then the pre-chorus itself rocks i agree with all of that terrence how do you feel about in the flowers i love it i I mean i i I will say this (laughs) off the jump i love a good portion of the record until like maybe like track this may be spoiler alerting but like until like taste like so it's gonna be hard for me to have like a defining like this is the this is a good moment this is a great moment when like it's like most of the beginning of that record I'm like just remember being at parties and being like yo let's vibe to this record real quick and just being <laughs> super stoned and just being like man we're gonna be 22 or 21 forever <laughs> um, but I I definitely I definitely agree I think that, that I feel like sometimes you hit a point as a vocalist where you're like I actually want to sing as opposed to like emoting. And I think that that's what happened with this record. They were like, hey, let's let's actually try and sing as opposed to just making sounds and stuff like that. Because especially people that can't like traditionally sing, I believe, I think that there's times when you're like, oh, well, now, now let's try this. It's like when I was reading an article about Kings Leon, they were talking about how in the beginning records, the dude was like nervous about singing. So that's why he sang the way he sang in the first few records, which I really enjoyed. But uh, then like use somebody he started like really singing and it blew up so that is an amazing point i didn't even really think about that but that is like so true i feel like with a lot of bands or like you know like young people with the urge to make music it's like you don't really even think about having a capital s singer you think about having a vocalist like someone who is in the front making sounds and i definitely was on that route with my band where I was like, I was singing, but I didn't know shit about singing. And now I'm like, exactly. okay at it. And I like look at my early performances. And I'm like, wow, I'm the most monotone, tone deaf bitch, period. Um, it, but yeah, I think that I, <laughs> twins, twins. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's just very funny how like, yeah, this is like the singing record. Before this, it felt like vocalizations. This does feel like yeah. singing. Which I think, uh, I think, maybe they looked at vocals as more of an instrument as opposed to like making songs, which I think is really cool. But I think that this one, they were like, all right, let's write songs. And I think that's always interesting when you see a band that never wrote like songs to write songs and to see how they would write it. And I think that that's what kind of happened with this record. They were like, let's make songs. And they crushed it. So Mm -hmm. I agree. I think in the flowers, it's kind of spooky. It's a spooky intro song. Yeah, I, I get the spooky vibes. <laughs> I do. It's like kind yeah. of terrifying. I mean, uh, but like the build up though is so good. And it's like, mm-hmm. if I could just leave my body for the night and then cacophony. <laughs> <laughs> the hands, that is so mm-hmm. cute. I actually mm-hmm. don't even have the lyrics pulled up. Let me do this oh real quick. Oh my gosh, Genius has so many annotations for all of these songs. <laughs> do they... Are they good or do they suck? This one is all just like the field of flowers is uh, not real and you're tripping or this is about being on drugs. (laughs) Imagine that. Well, spoiler alert, all the other songs are apparently about Noah's family, his wife and daughter, which is cute. But in that context, I'm like, I can't relate to this. (laughs) I thought you were talking about a, about a romance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Yeah, I say rocks. I'm going to say in the flowers fucks. Wow, go off queen. Uh, um, Terrence, I don't know if you know this, but songs, if they're really, if they rock really hard, they can fuck. And if 
they're just fine they're just fine all right okay like this song could fuck oh okay wow two fucks for in the flowers this is crazy yeah um okay Track two is a little song called My Girls. Wow. When you talk about a song having a moment, this song had a Mm -hmm. humongous moment. Uh, Yeah. Which is crazy. For real. Every every time I listen to a song, I just go back. I I go back to like being at a party at App State and just being like, this is outrageous. This is like, this is like, I don't know. I think it's like the closest because I never had this feeling with like that MGMT song, Electric Feels. I never had that like, wow, this is like, this is I'm alive. I'm a young person. But this one, I think this is like probably the closest I felt to being like, I'm a white person, I think. Like if it's like it was a drug to be a white person, it would be this song. And it was I was just like, damn, this is amazing. This is great. And it's but but it it also sounded so familiar because I think this one is like probably the closest one to sounding like a beach boy song so i was just like this is just fantastic just a great a great vibe great time and i still think to this day if you play this at a party someone's gonna be like are you fucking serious bro thank you i really needed this work's been hard you know I literally love you including Abstate, the boon of it all. I literally, I was at a party in like yeah, 2009 yeah. where this song came on. I was in Boone at a party and the song came on. And I remember this girl named Ashley going literally ape shit because of this song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. yeah is this this record is funny. like, because all my friends, <laughs> all my friends went to Abstate. So it's like a lot of this record around that time was just in the mountains and people just being like, let's go to a party, man. And they'd be like, I don't know if it was 09, but they would, it would be like some Little Wayne record and then this record. <laughs> and you'd be like just freaking out. People would be like, oh my God, this is music, guys. And you'd be like, yeah, dude, it is. Sick. <laughs> God, okay. Becca, how do you feel about uh, My Girls? Another great song. Um, Carl, you know the joke I make. Where I say four walls in Adobe slabs for my Monstera instead of girls, because <laughs> it's because I'm funny and I Advice. and I don't have. This is about Linux's daughter and wife, and I only have plants. So Slide. thank you. <laughs> What are Adobe slats? I feel like I've been asking Adobe this question since 2009. Adobe Like walls. Slats? Think of an Adobe as like a house. Slabs is walls. Okay, okay, okay. I'm looking. Actually, this is a really well annotated genius bit about this. Oh, really? This. Am I right? I was, yeah. I it says Adobe structures have historically been popular in Spain and Portugal where Noah Lennox lived during the time he wrote this song. There's even an image to to show wow slay that feel when genius comes through that's so rare i had no i thought it was like a technology thing i was like adobe <laughs> yeah like photoshop <laughs> the photoshop of it all yeah same yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think this song literally fucks wow it's fucks for sure 100 percent. okay 100%. two fucks becca um I think it rocks. No, it. Okay. Oh God, it fucks. Okay, six, 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 six. Okay, so track three is a song called "Also Frightened." Um, uh, mm. Becca, go first on this Uh-oh. one. Oh, I really don't have much to say about this song because it's a, there. Mm. Like nothing really exciting happens. There's no like developments throughout the song. Um. Another song like about all about Noah's kids, which I'm like okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, okay. I'm like okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I really don't have like. I'm so indifferent towards this song. Okay, all right, Terrence. How do you feel about also frightened? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I love it. Um, 
I just I love the refrain of "Are you also frightened?" Like I just like it's just fantastic. I I am frightened most of the time, um, so it spoke to me. <laughs> um, it's also one of those like triggering words in lyrics that not not a people really use a lot and can pull off. But when you say something like fright, "frightened," I feel like that's like you go in the memory banks of one time when you're frightened, and it's like it's got to be a hit because you're like, "Oh, well, you pulled off a big word." And it's also like an emotion that, you know, you can say you're scared in a song, but not like it doesn't really ever really work out like that. But I, I liked it like that because it like triggers an emotion hearing that refrain. So amazing point. Yeah, I think I think this song is cool. I think it's funny that it I think in the in the pitchfork review they talk about like one of the producers how like their songs are like a linear thing and it just kind of like builds and oscillates over top of the line of that and I think that the song really does that um I like how repetitive the chorus is the melody is Mm -hmm. good the like weird kind of percussive hits at the end of each of the chorus lines is a, a cool thing I don't this song doesn't really go anywhere crazy but it is really addictive I think this song rocks yeah mm-hmm. I think it's I think fun. it rocks as well okay Becca thinks it's fine sick uh, all right track four summertime close this was my favorite song who wants to go back in the day okay then go first go first I think you should go then go first this was my favorite song Again, love the vocal melody of the chorus of just like, and I want to walk around with you. It's so cute. (laughs) And like once the pre-chorus hits, it's so great. And there's like a, there's like a melodic synth in the background too that I think just elevates the main vocal melody. Um, yeah it's it's uh i love the imagery too i mean i agree i agree yeah this song is like really cute i think um and but it's i think it's also like super weird and catchy which i which i like about it and the imagery like you said is fantastic imagery yeah the imagery is amazing the imagery has its own color scheme it has its own it just slays it's so good Mm mm-hmm um, the way the Becca, I, I'm sorry, I'm listening to it while we're talking about it, and the pre-chorus into the chorus is so good. <laughs> it like really kicks into gear. It's very oh, this song is really good and fun. <laughs> I the the panning, the production is so crazy on this record. The panning is like almost nauseating, but it's yeah. so uh, it's so the vibe. Like you know you're in for insane pa- insane panning and weird headphone tricks when you're listening to Animal Collective. Which, shout so. out mm-hmm. to the producer or the guy who, the engineer and mixer of this. It's uh, Ben... Ben Allen, who had only previously worked with, like, CeeLo Green and, like, P. Diddy, apparently. But that's, like big that's right. great to enter the game with that that's really wild like shout yeah. out to like such a pivot and being successful yeah at that yeah. yeah wow very that i think this song fucks it does yeah it definitely fucks okay sickening. definitely all right track five is a song called daily routine terrence how do you feel about daily routine i love it I love it. I think this this song is probably my favorite just because of the vibe alone and the and like the the uh uh I think it's a pre-chorus I think where it's like dun 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 that part. I think that's in this song, I believe. And uh it rips. This song is fantastic. <laughs> and it's a great it's a great middle song of the the record because even though I said I don't really like the back half, it still is a great uh, middle between what's going to come and what was before. So, yeah, I uh, I really enjoy this one a lot. I agree. I think it bridges the vibe gap really well. Um, it's a little bit more yeah. minimal compared to the other songs beforehand, a little bit more percussion-driven, yep. which is mm-hmm. cool. The vocal melody is truly doing the most, which is amazing. Obviously, we've established well before this point that the vocals are on display here 
I like yeah. the, I again, I didn't spend a ton, a ton of time with this record back in the day because it just was sort of more for the other people in my life. They were like really going ham about it. And I was like, you know yeah. what? They can have their things and I can have my things. Let them have this. But revisiting it now at 30, I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, yeah. really late, but I get it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a cool it was a cool time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Daily Routine is my favorite as far as sampling and synth arrangement goes. Like, yeah. there's a lot of really cool production shit going on here where there's a mm. line that's up uneven steps and talkings hard where there's, like, major yeah, delay yeah. in both ears, and it's kind of, like, taking that line, the uneven steps literally, I feel like, within your headphones. Yeah. Um that was the part and, I was trying to talk about. You said it a lot better. That was the part that I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> and, you said uh, it a lot better than I did. <laughs> I was like, that's why I like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just like, I, um, God, I'm going to, okay. I feel like they're kind of exploring the whole idea of auditory hallucinations sometimes with the repetition yeah. of the same thing. And I do like exploring that idea and like the creation of other melodies kind of within the negative space of the instruments going on. Um, And at the end of the song, there's like a really cool alarm clock sample that transitions more into like a synth tone where you turn the tempo knob up and like there's like a delayed more acoustic instrument sound that you can't really identify and there's like piano it's just like a lot of really great sounds going on yeah i want to see the project files for these songs i want to know what's actually going on oh yeah i bet they're huge but a bunch of just a bunch of stuff just random sounds and stuff gotta be really really gotta be Watch for like all wrong. It's just like four things. (laughs) (laughs) I think this song. I think this song rocks. Mm -hmm. No, I think I I would say fucks even. Yeah, yeah. Another song about Noah's kids, (laughs) (laughs) which you've already established you love. You adore about this record. Yeah, but yeah, I'd say the song fucks. It's, It's my favorite now instead of summertime clothes now that i'm i've matured and can appreciate (laughs) the music for what it is okay track six is a little song called blue ish Uh, um who wants to go first i'm nominating becca okay Oh, this song is cute. Um, It's such a sweet, romantic song with the lyrical content. There's like a underwater synth, mainly, which I find the song title Bluish being interesting because I always associate watery synths with the color blue, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. There's a lovely, lovely, like, warbly synth going on throughout that Mm -hmm. I live for. The vocal melody is so strong from the start. Um, Ah, the chorus tones. uh, And I'm surprised, like, this song feels like it's the most accessible i feel like but was it ever a single yeah i don't know that's actually great i don't think think they dropped it as a single no i don't don't think so no they didn't my girl summertime clothes and brother sport okay he's back you you disappeared for a second (laughs) uh um my god that was scary gotta keep you on your toes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so what it was it was it was uh my girls and summertime clothes yes and then third was brother sport but brother sport also leaked before the album came out apparently oh yeah yeah that'll do it (laughs) terrence have you ever had a junior summer's thing leak no i wish though i hate waiting on that stuff (laughs) i think the rock and roll rollout is just the worst it's just like why do you have to wait so long for something just 
rappers are putting out stuff all the time dude why it's like uh we gotta you know we gotta do this it's like so silly it's like leak my stuff please leak it give it to the people give it to them literally yes i couldn't agree more but you know every now and then i feel like you have to go through the insane rock and roll rollout at least once or twice to yeah yeah oh yeah reap the benefits you got to play by the rules because you know then they're just like what are you doing what's going on yeah you as think someone you're who above was, doing this yeah literally as someone who was on a big label and very rarely communicated what i was doing with them i know that there are repercussions <laughs> oh yeah they're like um i i i don't think this is working out you know you're not like abiding by this it's like come on yes you're a gay little nuisance with bad social skills uh, be gone <laughs> thought um uh, but okay <laughs> Yeah, I think Bluish is really, really great. I think it's so cute and sweet. I'm going to say something Becca hates. It has musical vibes. (laughs) (laughs) It does, though! No. No. It really does, though. No. No. Literally, if if Meriwether Post Pavilion was a... A Broadway show. It does. This is the Tony it, it, moment. It, period. It, it, uh, <laughs> Terrence agrees. <laughs> Terrence agrees. <laughs> very funny. I'm screenshotting. Oh. Oh, it does. It does kind of. It does sound like it's kind of like in a Disney movie or something like that. At some point, you're like, wait, what is happening here? What is this? What is this? Track? I was gonna what say that. I I love it though, and I used to not love it. I used to not love it. I used to think it was just an all right song. And then I listened to it again yesterday and I was like, wow, these vibes are nice. These is a, this is a solid vibe. It does feel like you're in the ocean and you're someone's just like singing to you like a mermaid or something like that. I'm like, what's up? Sing to me. <laughs> Sing to me. Terrence, <laughs> yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, okay. Um, I think Bluish Rocks. I'm gonna say it's fine. Is that fine. is that is that an answer that I can answer? Fire? No. Right. Fire or fine? Fine. 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 <laughs> but I think if I listen to it some more now, maybe it'll be fire later. You know? Okay, 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 okay. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, Becky, how do you? Feel? I think it rocks. Okay. Okay. All right. Track seven, Guy's Eyes. Uh, this title is homosexual, which I love. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wow, the lyrics. The, the body. Lyrics are, the body. I think this one has, uh, is, is, is great. Uh, I think it's the best vocal performances on the record, in my opinion. Okay, Terrence, go on. Say more. That's, yeah. I just, just the way it's like overlapped vocals and everything like that. And then, ah, and then he does the vocal part. I'm just like, they were just in their bag at this point. They were just like, all right, we got this, this one like thing we want to repeat. And then someone's going to come over it like some Beach Boys stuff and then just rip. And it just, it's a great song. And then it just drop, drops. Amazing. <laughs> this uh, track file definitely has 18 vocal tracks. Minimum. <laughs> oh, 100. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's I, I love I love this one. This is coming towards the it's coming towards the end of when I'm like there's like these three songs and I'm like I don't know about these guys uh on this uh on this record, but this one is a very strong strong one. Sorry to interrupt. No, my God. It's There's no the interrupting delay. on this pod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's just chorus one and two. Oh, I didn't even think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, that is how they have it labeled on Genius. Although I I tend to just skip to the next song when it hits that break. And it's just need her for like ever. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is a great this is a great shower song. If you're in the shower and you're just like, all right, this is nice, this is a good vibe, and you're just kind of letting the shower hit you on that break. But if I'm not in the shower, I'm switching it past that break because I I don't need her that much for that long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. Strictly a shower song. 
<laughs> Terrence, we have to have you back yeah, yeah, in the oh, future yeah. because your insight is just unbelievable. I am addicted that to would, everything. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, we'll have you back. We'll have you back multiple times. Yes. Um, <laughs> bitch. Um, yes. Okay. This song, I don't have a ton of opinions about this song. This song, I think what Terrence is saying about this kind of being the last like iconic track before uh, kind of a lull, a little bit of a lull. On this record, I agree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with that statement. Um, my, I famously my attention span wanes within like yeah. twenty minutes of listening to an album, and this album is a bit on the long side. So, yeah, you're, it's really pushing it. I think this song rocks, though. I, I actually do like this song a lot. Yeah. Oh I yeah, think it's I definitely fine. rocks for sure. Okay, Becca <laughs> thinks it's fine. Well, track eight is a song called Taste. Becca, how do you feel about Taste? Oh my gosh. I literally have no notes on this song. Like I, another song I'm very indifferent to. In my notes, all I have is the word fine yeah. with a question mark. Yeah, okay, Terrence, talk to me. How do you feel about Taste? In my notes, it says, didn't care for this song and still don't. <laughs> slay literally perfect i think today was the first time i ever heard this song with open ears and it didn't do anything to me no it reminds Mm -mm. me of that like rock band meme or whatever um that's like be productive write a song with a band but then it's just like you in your room doing loopy shit on a synth (laughs) That's like the vibe of this song. It's like only the creator can like really oh, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, that is the vibe. I agree with that statement. As someone who like used to just make insane noise in Ableton and in Fruity Loops, that's what this feels like. Um, it just has lyrics over it. <laughs> but that's fine. Yep. That's fine. I think this song is fine. The song is fine. Fine. It's fine. No. I think this is my first it sucks, I think. Is that is that the correct term? This one yes, is not that it. Is the correct this term. Is, and it's it's very hard because I, I, I hate saying that because, you know, uh, I don't want to be rude, but I'm just like, no, it's not it. This isn't this isn't it for me. You know, I'm sorry. That's totally fair. That's totally fine. Um, we've got yeah. track. What fucking number nine. are we on? I like track nine. Lion in a coma. Um, strange name. Uh, Becca, how do you feel about Lion in a Coma? Um, oh, this is a woman where the vocal delivery is like crazy. Where the end of every line, they say it like super fast. Um, <laughs> there's like mouth harp uh, kind of stuff going on, which is fun. Um, and then I just wrote chorus vocal melody which must mean i like it but i can't even think of how it goes that where it's like this had disney vibes too for sure oh my gosh it's like literally like lion king on meth or something what are are y'all doing y'all are like we have to put we have to make this record almost an hour let's put this track on here like what are you what was it necessary I don't know. I don't think it was necessary. I will say, I don't know anything about the people in this band. I'm not a Panda Bear or a Viterra fan either. I love when music is straightforward, unfortunately. Sue me. Um, And also, again, this was my friend's Jush, and I was like, not going to impede because I had my stuff that I loved, and I didn't need to reach out and grab this from them. Um, But there's just like, why why the crazy mouth harp? Uh, Like, why? Because it's fun. No. no, it's a it's a cool sound, but it's just like I don't know. It's I bet they fought to get this record, this track on the record too. I bet they're like, we I love this record, I love this track. We have to put this on there. And the re- label was probably like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Lion in a coma? Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, do it. They're like what? I love the okay, okay, the hands. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this shit's fucking bonkers. It's I, cra- I almost want to say this song rocks because it's so ridiculous, but unfortunately, <laughs> I think it's just fine. Yeah. Um, the genius annotation for Lion in a Coma, 
who wants to run but cannot roam is then he said oh what a beautiful painting of a lion um oh, is there a beautiful painting on genius mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just then he sets his mind straight again realizes he's just in a coma repeating it lying in a coma lying in a coma having brief quick thoughts on some things but he keeps him out by repeating to himself that he's just in a coma what mm. Oh, drugs? Trying to stay out of a bad trip on acid? Okay, yeah, that's something else I feel like I need to state. I've never done acid. Is this acid music, question mark? I don't know. Probably is. I've never done acid, acid, even though I have very big acid vibes. Um, (laughs) I've never done that. <laughs> I've never I love died. you. <laughs> Self described as having big acid vibes. I feel like I'm just <laughs> super <laughs> chill. You know <laughs> that that head motion. God, I wish we had video because we lose their minds. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've never done it, but it, it's probably it. It probably is. You know. Okay. Yeah. As someone coming from someone who has acid vibes, I'm just gonna take your word as truth and say, yeah, I trust Terrence. This feels like acid. You music, see the tie dye. You know what's up. Acid vibe. <laughs> you see the tie dye. You know what's up. Okay, I line in a coma is fine. Period. Um, I'm gonna say fine yeah. because I don't want to be mean again. <laughs> be mean again. Wow, that's so cute. All right, track <laughs> ten is a song called "No More Running." Terrence, how do you feel about "No More Running"? This is uh, this is out of the third of the uh, tracks that I did not like. The one. The last two I didn't like in this one. I just don't, I don't, I, I I feel like sometimes people make records and they're like, we got to fit this much or do this much or, and I just, I don't think that this was necessary. Um, it's not bad, but it's, I don't think it's necessary for uh, making a classic record. I think that they could have cut these three tracks out and made like a, sm- a, a shorter record and it would have been like, uh, I mean, it's probably, it's still a classic, but I think that this, cutting this song out would have made it like, a little bit better in my opinion because because mm-hmm. it the uh the you talk about your ear getting tired i feel like people are ear getting tired and they get to this and they're like oh well mm. and then they skip the uh they skip to the last one you know they do yeah i i know i did earlier i think this song this song kind of suffers from something that i know i have experienced as an artist before where it's like you feel like you've put so much like on blast. Like the music has been on 11 for so long. That's like, okay, we need a reprieve. We need like a slow, quieter song. Yeah. So then you kind of write a song to fill that space. And you're like, wow, I slayed it. I nailed it. But then like in retrospect, it's like maybe my slow song was not as iconic as I thought it was question yeah. mark. Yeah. Like it does feel like all it's kind of providing is like a decrease in BPM and nothing really amazing. Yeah. In my opinion, I do think, um, I think no more run-ins as my mind. All this movement has just proved your kisses are too fine. Is that's a cute line? There's like some yeah. there's some little gems peppered in, but overall, I feel like it's not as wildly effective as a lot of the songs before it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll, I'll find a place to be. Stick like candy in your teeth. Will you lose your faith in me? Question mark. Mm-hmm. There's good lyrics here, but what I just think say? that the melody. Genius. I am. The the basic annotation for genius for this song says no more run and blend swirling harmonies with appropriate laziness. <laughs> Dang, appropriate laziness. That's sick. <laughs> Those are good words together. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That's like a really nice way of saying ADD or something like that. You know, he's got a appropriate laziness. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely suffer from appropriate laziness. Yeah, I mean, I, same, same. <laughs> I feel like I would be so much farther if I didn't have appropriate laziness. You know? <laughs> the world's just too hard, so I'm lazy. It's appropriate. You know? It is appropriate mm-hmm. uh, when laziness calls. Okay, Becca, <laughs> how do you feel about no more yeah. run it? Um, there, I think there's some fun animal-sounding samples in this song that kind of sound like frogs and dinosaurs <laughs> which is cool um yep. but that's about it it's so slow it's so slow yeah. no more running is right oh oh boom <laughs> scorched 
my god one last thing i have to say i'm sorry what were you saying becca nothing that's it she's just basking in her scorched dome i love the hypeness from terrence carl's just like so good I no, I was I'm just incredibly distracted. I want to say something with the ADHD of it all. I like there's a little like sonic loop happening in this song that reminds me a lot of the loop that happens in Pistola by Incubus. <laughs> oh my. Now I'm gonna have to go back because I love that track and uh I'm a I'm a uh I'm an Incubus fan as you know. Um so I'm I'm gonna have to go back and check this out. Yes, sickening bitch. Yes. Okay. Um. That's all I wanted. I was so just. I was like listening while you're making your iconic joke, Becca. While you were while you were delivering your amazing punchline, I was just like thinking. I was like, oh my god, what does this sound like? It sounds like Incubus. Uh, sorry. So that's why I didn't react accordingly. Mm-hmm. So good. Period. Um. I think this song. I am. I don't want to say it sucks, but it's it doesn't rock. And yeah. that is the definition of fine. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on record and say it sucks. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's not. It's not for me. It's not. Okay. Slay. Mm. Becca, what'd you say? I said it was fine. Okay. All right. So that brings us to track 11, the closing track on this album. The song is called, sorry, I had to take like the biggest like swallow of spit right before that uh the song is called brother sport uh sport uh okay terrence how do you feel about brother sport i think it's uh one of the best endings to a record i i love this song so much um i think it's great I, i i'm glad that they came back with some strength at the end uh i think it it possibly is strong enough to where you forget that those three songs existed but Still kind of like, you could have just ended it with this and got rid of those other three. But yeah, I love this song. Love this song. Love it. All right, Becca, how do you feel about Brothers Sport? Um, as the title suggests, the song is about Noah. Noah's brother, specifically, it is meant as an encouragement. The words sport brother, which are repeated as a sort of mantra are close to being a homophone of support your brother. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I, I like it, but it does, it, like, sitting through this entire record and then getting to this and the repetition kind of just like gets to me and I'm like okay I get it after like two minutes and then yeah. I'm done That's I fair. get lost in it I get lost in it I'm like I'm like wow this is whew, this is nice yeah right before the two minute mark when it starts that like repeated are there lyrics there or is it just oh I'm about to turn it up my headphones the like weird yelling, like the kind of screech sound that just loops. Yeah, is that is that Matt saying that? There is not a Matt in this band, but he's saying. Oh, Matt. The name. Okay, sorry. Matt. I'm like I'm distracting myself by reading the genius while trying to listen to the song and talk about it. I like literally cannot do even one thing at a time, so trying to do three, I'm like okay, literally lobotomy vibes. Um, <laughs> yeah, this shit's crazy. It's wild. There are so uh, many I love words. It. Yeah, there's an, a, an absolute surreal amount of lyrics to this song. It's like that song, Oh Black Betty. Uh, <laughs> that song does, has more <laughs> lyrics in it than you think. I did that for karaoke once, and it was rough. I thought it was just Bam Balam. It is not. It is not. It is some other stuff going on in that track. I was like, I'm so sorry, y'all. This, is, this isn't how I usually am. <laughs> Oh my god! If we ever do a live up of the pod, I want you to be our guest. Yes, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Maybe, maybe for like hopscotch or something like that, we can do that or something. I don't oh know. my god! What? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. That's a great That'd idea. Be sick. Wow, bitch! This shit is. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is that? Do you? Would you say, Terrence? Sorry to go off the rails, but would you say that's the worst song you've ever picked at karaoke? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because it was just like. <laughs> 
it, the, the messed up part was that the dude, it was like at the time I was like, all right, I'm going to sing Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. And the dude was like, we don't allow that anymore. And I was like, Bumping and Grinding? He's like, no, R. <laughs> R. Kelly songs. And I was like, oh, oh, bet. I get that. I definitely yeah. understand that. Uh, that's reasonable. And I've since retired that song. But then I was like, what song would get the crowd hype? And then I was like, that Black Betty track is a ripper. <laughs> Uh, uh, a banger and I was like there's minimum lyrics it's just like oh Black Betty Bam Balam and then has some stuff in the middle but in the middle there is a lot of words <laughs> and you're like it's not hard cause like the, the the cadence and the melody is pretty easy but it's just like excuse me I, I didn't sign up to sing all these words um, so yeah have you ever watched the music video for it Definitely there's a music not. video oh yeah Oh, all right. That's going to go on the docket for today. <laughs> oh, my God. Ram oh. Jam sings the song. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, the looks. Oh, uh, that song. Is it called Black Betty? What is the song called? Is it? That? It's got to be that, right? Yeah. It's got. Yeah, it's Black Betty. The damn thing going wild. She said, I'm wearing it out of my mind. Yeah. It's like, what's happening here? I don't know. <laughs> the damn thing it's, gone blind. Yeah. Damn thing gone blind. Bam Balam. That's what I signed up for. That's what the song I signed up for was just singing Bam Balam for like two minutes in the crowd being like, this is uh, this is the greatest moment of our lives. Oh, the greatest moment of our lives. Okay. I think I think Brother Sport rocks. I think it's really crazy. I think it's a song I can only listen to every now and then, but I think it's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it fucks. Okay. I, I think it. it rocks. Okay. All right. So Ooh. we've reached <laughs> the lean in. Um, okay. So we've reached the end of the album. Does anyone have anything they'd like to say about this record before we deliver our final verdict? Uh, yes. Um, one time I went on tour and I got free tickets to a Gorillaz show and it was amazing. It was Gorillaz. Vince Staples and Danny Brown and it was crazy and I uh, it was in the middle of the tour some lady gave it to her for free because she couldn't take her kids because they were sick and it was at Meriwether Post Pavilion and I will tell you that that venue was worth naming a record after because it was the coolest place I've ever been it was amazing wow Terrence Beck and I both of us are You're, fucking jaws you'll on hear the my floor. jaw pop in the audio <laughs> yeah it was it was insane. It is so Damon Alburn is really charismatic. I, I thought that it was like gonna be like just like them behind like the curtain. No, he was out in like the middle and like walking out in the stage, like just peacocking. It was it was oh, amazing. Yeah. It I was saw, amazing. Didn't we see him, Carl? He we held my him. hand. Yes! He held yes! my hand at one point. I was in the front I, row, and he no reached way. down, grabbed my hand, and I was like, oh my god. That's so cool. I touched We saw him at burn. fucking Lincoln Theater in Raleigh. So small. Was it sick? It was sickening as fuck. Oh, I, like, love him. We, like, a thing that I, like, love, a game I love to play with my friends is, like, who is your, like, musical mother and father? And I've always Ooh. said that he was my father. Like, I'm obsessed with his sense of rhythm. Him, like, only playing four strings on a six-string guitar, that's the most relatable thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. I refuse to learn how to play a, a full bar chord. So <laughs> I love that for him and myself. Yeah, he's so charismatic. It's ridiculous. Amazing. But Amazing. Wow. Vince Staples and Danny Brown, Danny Brown. on that lineup yeah. too. It was crazy. And Pusha T came out too. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. We, we were the only people uh, tailgating too, and it was it was messed up. Like we were in the parking lot just wild and slamming beers and getting stoned, and pe and like people were like, "Can you do that?" It was very weird because like the, the complex is like there isn't like a real like. It's like in this like gated community kind of like weird like Stepford Wives kind of area where it's like they built like the perfect utopian area and they have like a Whole Foods and then like all the places kind of look the same and then you get to Meriwether Post Pavilion and there's like not really anywhere to tailgate so we went to like a parking deck overlooking Meriwether and just got toasted and then went up in there just being like yo where's the bathroom at dog? <laughs> They're like, it's right over there. They're like, yeah, we gotta fucking pee, man. 
parents. <laughs> wow, that's fucking insane boots. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, that's so, that's what I, that's all I got to say. Yeah, no. I'm like the way that I'm almost mad that you didn't lead with that story because I'm just that wow. That's like that's iconic. That's really iconic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, bitch. What? Do you know what year that was or what Gorillas record they were on tour for? Um, it was, it was when we put out Body Language, our record. So I think it was like three years ago, like 2017. So like humans, um, probably. I don't know if they were exactly on it. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Vince Staples was I on like so. the first, it was the first or second single from that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause wow. he put out, um, that's... that fish, the one with the fish bowl on it on the cover. He put that out. Yeah. It's I crazy. can't remember the name of that record. Wow, he also played hopscotch like that year too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big Fish Theory is love that the Vince name Staples. of that? Yep. Big Fish mm-hmm. Theory. Yep. I love that record. He's he makes some really rocks. cool beats on that record. It's so good. Yeah, he's wildly charismatic too. God, he's like yeah. Oh, I love going down a YouTube hole of just watching Vince Staples interviews. They're amazing. They're amazing. Uh, whenever I smoked hookah at the crib, I would just smoke hookah and then watch those and just be like, damn man. I really wish I could just chill with this guy. <laughs> It'll happen, bitch. Uh, you're like right so. there. <laughs> It'll totally so. happen. <laughs> It'll happen because you came on this podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be white famous um, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You shake your Bojangles cup. My God. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, so we're going to deliver a final verdict, which um, okay. the way this works is I'm going to count to three, and on the count of three, you're going to say it rocks, it sucks, it's fine, or it fucks. Okay? Easy enough? Mm-hmm. All right, ready? One, two, three, it, it rocks. It rocks. It fucks. Yes, bitch! I love, I love that you, Amazing. I love that you think this record fucks. That's so sick. I love it. I love it. I, I really, really did this because I wanted to talk about Pet Sounds. Uh, I think that is the greatest record. Uh, and no one knows that my love for Beach Boys is just super huge. But Pet Sounds is amazing. Got me through a lot. And really, I, didn't, I knew for a long time that he was young, but I know he was like 23 when he wrote that. And I was like, damn, that's so cool. 23. Wrote God that- Only Knows. Get out, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. That's crazy boots. I didn't know that. He he was super young. Super young. Love Pet Sounds. A lot of people don't like the Beach Boys because they don't like their surfer stuff. But Pet Sounds is amazing. Wow. I had no idea you were so passionate about this record, but I literally love that you are. Yeah. I I, I would mm, love it. Love it. It's just, it's not even like like the production stuff. Like, it's not like I'm huge on that. It's just like the songs are just beautiful and they're like highly emotional but also like happy sounding at the same time and i really love music that's like super like emotional but also just like you can still like vibe to it you know at like a like a target or some shit you're like damn this is about some sad (laughs) shit but i'm really looking for that box wine at like a target or some shit terrence you are the funniest man in america (laughs) (laughs) okay terrence where can where can the people find you online Mm. Um, so I, uh, you can find me at on Instagram at at Alan Charmer, A L A N Charmer, and then uh, at Junior Astronomers, J R Astronomers, and then if you want my personal, it's just at Assholes, A S S O U L S, and then on Twitter it's Alan Charmer, just same as the Instagram. Yeah, you have new Alan Charmer stuff coming out this week. Uh, soon I have, I have a, sh- I just announced my first show at Petra's. Um, and now I'm working on, I have a, a five pack of songs that I'm either going to do four song EP and a single or a five pack, but they're like just some summer, some summer jams that I'm really stoked on that. It's just going to be, uh, it's, I've never, I've I, fun fact about me. I don't think I've ever written a song in the summertime. Um, cause ju- with junior astronomers, we never really wrote. We always would be on tour or we would just be like relaxing so this is like my first like forte and like making summer vibes so i'm very excited about it i think people are gonna be like yo this is nice 
I mean, everything you've released under the name Alan Tremor is insanely good. I've been Thank telling you. you that since like day one. I was like, okay, I go the fuck it. off. I love that we're yeah. both in our solo era. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I like, know. Yes. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked on it. We, we got to get a gay meet uh, Invader House's Alan Tremor show with like Phil Pucci's solo stuff. I think that would be really cool. I would love to do that. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. I'm wor- I, well, I'm gonna. I have that show, and then I'm gonna release the EP, and then I'll do like a headliner. So, I'll get in contact with you. Bitch. Yes. Thank you. Oh my god. I'm excited. Okay. Um. Thanks for listening to Rockstart Sucks. Uh. Bye. 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 It Rocks or It Sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn. It's mixed and mastered by Becca High. You can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at It Rocks or It Sucks. Thanks for listening and feel free to like, follow, rate, review, share, do whatever you want. Bye.